everybody, what's going on? I am Seth here with Trevor and newcomer Maggie and our special guest David from Synthaholics. And we are here to talk about the Suicide Squad uh, sequel. In particular, the news that, the can now confirm news that Mel Gibson is in talks to possibly direct, which is the, the last name I would have ever considered for directing. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, Mel Gibson, I, I, in my opinion, he is a great director. His personal life is kind of a mixed bag, but uh, <laughs> but he to put does, it lightly to put it lightly, but <laughs> he, yeah. uh, you know, he doesn't really seem to be a fan of superhero movies, and he, you know, said that he hated Batman v Superman, and he's just the last name I would have thought of for a sequel to like a mediocre DC movie. What do you? What are your guys' opinions on this? So like, I really loved like the Patriot. And, um, oh, what was the other one? Braveheart. Braveheart. And yeah. all, like, like kind of that era of his... Apocalypto. Apocalypto. That was a great movie. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, I mean, he, ma- he makes great movies. From a directing standpoint, I think he's going to be a great director, but he's, like you said, he's just been slamming superhero movies in general. Yeah. Like, yeah. he's very negative against them, like... Maybe that means he won't do a good Specifically job. Specifically DC. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's like the last the yeah. last like company that you would want to like deal with is DC. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm wondering yeah. who like initiated it. Like if he was like, God, these are so bad. I, the only person who can fix it is me. I gotta do it. I gotta myself. do it. To the or Gibson Mobile. If they were, yeah. Or, <laughs> essentially. Or if they were like, which is like a he's probably drunk in the Gibson yeah. Mobile. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Mel Gibson Mobile, the land speeder from uh, Machete 2. Oh, oh yeah, yes. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, or if they were just like we we don't know what to do anymore. We need somebody. Like, but then just why pick someone out of the hat? Why waste it on a sequel to Suicide Squad? <laughs> yeah, that's yes. my question. Like, if anything needs the most help, it's probably Batman. Batman that's the one more people new, care about. Uh, a new character from Some, the ground yeah. up. absolutely. Not a sequel. Yeah. That's weird to me. But the way things have been changing hands, he probably won't be in a day or two. True. True. So, this could all just, just be a big lie. So, it's, it's, you know, yeah. To be honest, it's kind of there are other directors being supposedly talked to, uh, uh, like the directors uh, from Warm Bodies, uh, the movie Warm Bodies, and um, uh, who else? Safe House direct, uh, Safe House's director. So, there's a lot of other people that would kind of you could see, uh, you know, who have directed just kind of like action thrillers that. Okay, yeah, they they might give it a shot. Uh, but Mel Gibson, it seems unlikely that he's going to end up being the director. Uh, but like David said, he is actually a great director. You know, his most recent movie, Hacksaw Ridge, is nominated for numerous Oscars, including Best Picture. So uh, do you guys have any thoughts about what what a story could be for Suicide Squad 2? Something that Mel Gibson might be interested in? I, uh, killing Englishmen. Killing yeah. Englishmen. <laughs> killing lots and lots yeah. of Englishmen. Tales of redemption, perhaps. They're going to go international. They're all going to get on a boat. And yeah. go over to England yeah. and just stir up some trouble abroad. <laughs> Tear down London. Yes. London has fallen too. Suicide Squad too. <laughs> okay, so this is becoming, this is just spinning off into a Mel Gibson, like, amalgamation of just his greatest hits. Yeah. yeah. So, he's, so he's turning the DCEU into the Mel Gibson extended universe now, yeah. is what you're saying. And no one just, will notice. That's what it should be. <laughs> that be so awesome. Like, all those that movies third Mel Gibson killing British people movie, he's got to put himself in the movie too so he can get some British blood on the sand. <laughs> right. <laughs> Who could Mel Gibson play if he were in the movie? Uh, the Joker. Uh, <laughs> no argument. <laughs> Solomon Grundy. Yeah. Oh, no, he could. So okay, uh, and Mel, Mel Gibson most recently has been in what was he in uh, Expendables three, and he's been in some really weird niche <laughs> yeah. little indie movies. What, and what stuff. was that? What was that one with the puppet? Um, uh, the, the beaver. Yes, I know what you're talking about. I oh don't recall gosh. the name. I don't. That's <laughs> exactly what it was called. It was called the beaver? Yeah, it was called the beaver, I'm pretty sure. Ah, yeah. Like, 99% sure. Yeah, I think you're right, actually. <laughs> oh, so, man. okay, yeah. Any, any other opinions on, on where this could go about what, uh, Mel Gibson directing Suicide Squad 2? Do you think it'll have, do you think it'll have more Jared Leto? Do you feel like Jared Leto is, is out? Or do you think he's gonna keep... Hasn't he said himself that he doesn't want to do it anymore? Uh, supposedly, he was yeah he was upset that uh, that he was cut so much out of the original Suicide Squad. Um, I remember that he reading was, that he said he filmed enough 
Joker footage for its own entire movie. Yeah, so whether or not, yeah, uh, the, the Joker, the Jared Leto that wasn't Suicide Squad, Suicide Squad was kind of underwhelming, but, uh, you know, I've, I've heard that he softened a bit on his stance lately, that maybe he could come back. I wouldn't mind to see it recasted personally. Yeah. But. I mean, I didn't, I don't think that he did horrible. Um, I think that the way that they edited edited the movie um, kind of like ruined it a little bit. But it's like his character couldn't get like flushed out enough and yes. developed enough and it probably would have if we'd been able to see a little more. Yeah. The so, director, David Ayer, has since said that he regrets not having Joker be the main villain, which is what everybody thought was going to happen. That right. made more sense than having it be Enchantress and her brother. So, uh, yeah. So, D, you know, DC has been trying to overall have more of a director-oriented approach to their movies about having it be like... The movies are connected, but they're not so much like the MCU, where it's like kind of you know feels samey a little to an extent. They want they want to have it be directors have individual visions that kind of more loosely tie together. So uh, this could tie in with that, since Mel Gibson would bring a unique vision. Uh, but overall, it just seems like the universe is in such a state where I don't know if. Mel Gibson would really be that interested in the long run, but we will see. We will stay tuned to the Geekiverse for more developments on uh, the Mel Gibson Suicide Squad possibilities, as well as Suicide Squad 2 and DCEU in general moving forward. Uh, where can we find you guys on Twitter? Uh, I'm on Twitter at uh, Trevor underscore White underscore. Wonderful. Yeah. Maggie? Maggie Worth 11. All right. Uh, David? And I'm a David underscore J underscore Duncan. Okay. Got you tied on underscores. <laughs> so many underscores. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a world record thing that we have to like settle now. Yeah, I've got to come up with a third one. Underscores upon underscores? Yeah, Dash. just making it rain underscores. It's like a Twitter handle interrupted by a Pac-Man game. <laughs> I am at Cap Amerikonsky, uh, and uh, stay tuned to the Geekiverse, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. DCEU discussion. I'm Seth, and I'm joined by Trevor, Maggie, and David from Synthaholics. And we are talking about the state of the ever-shifting, the daily metamorphosizing state of the DC Extended Universe. Uh, so, most recently, Ben Affleck has dropped out of directing the Batman solo movie, and now there's a lot of rumors flying around that he just wants out of the role entirely. Uh, I know personally, for me, if that it isn't completely surprising, uh, given how things have gone, sad, Affleck, sad Affleck memes, and uh, you know just things not going as Ben Affleck thought they would. Um, I feel like him leaving the role entirely could be what kind of sinks the DCEU. But what do you guys think about this? This video feels exactly like the video that we just recorded. <laughs> like somebody's leaving and then they also <laughs> that's because that's just what's been happening yeah i know that's just i guess it's just the um dragon that is dc yeah um yeah i mean i didn't necessarily like him in the role as batman um i didn't really see him as. Oh, really? i thought that he was a very good um uh, bruce wayne um. i didn't really think he was a very good batman um, maybe that was just like Martha. The, yeah, the directing Martha. or something like that. <laughs> Why'd but, you say that? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It was just I don't know. It was weird for me. Um, okay. Yeah. I I feel the same way. That's yeah. how I felt. Like that now I might get like lampooned for this, but I like <laughs> I liked like Christian Bale's Batman and hated his Bruce Wayne. So yeah, really. Yeah, I, it's like hear people say the opposite. Feel like but. people can't. Uh, his Bruce Wayne reminded me of his like. American Psycho, but less smiley. It was just weird to yeah. me. I don't oh, like him. Because cool, he, he was a character. He was playing the character of, like, the... Not being, like, a, a psychopathic, like, uh, rampage monster like uh, Patrick Bateman and, and American Psycho, but being, yeah. like, a privileged uh, douche. Uh, so, yeah, I actually really liked <laughs> Bruce is... Wayne, specifically in Batman Begins. But um, uh, what about you, Dave? What do well, you... I, I hated the idea of Ben Affleck playing Batman when it was first announced. And I railed against it, and I complained about it. But on screen, I thought he did great. I thought Batman was more... I've never seen Batman more brutal, and I thought that was I agree. amazing. Especially for our old, you know, Ben Affleck's playing an, old, an older version of Batman. So seeing him be that, like, savage, 
I thought that was amazing. Probably one of my favorite Batman portrayals on the screen. I'm, I'm kind of sad that he wants to go, but it just makes me wonder, what's happening at DC? Why is it so bad to work for them so that he's like, I don't mm-hmm. even want to do this anymore? And the reason, I read the reason he took on the role of Daredevil way back when was because, <laughs> way back when was because he never thought he'd have the opportunity to play Batman. Well, lo and behold, he's Batman, and now uh, he wants out. What? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I personally really liked him in the role as well. Uh, But, yeah, there seems to have been definitely an issue with how the higher-ups are handling this universe about how they will make something. They want to, you know, have each movie kind of be a director's own vision, but then they, like, kind of panic in the last minute. Like, Suicide Squad, David Ayer... Well, they kind of made David Ayer rush a script out, and then then they kind of... It was it was coming along as like some somewhat more of a dark uh, movie with like maybe like black humor in there, but then it uh, ended up being recut into like this something that was like half like DC's Guardians of the Galaxy and then half something else. Um, so yeah, there does seem to be an issue with directors leaving the DCEU because that's like you said that's what's been happening all the time. The Flash, how many potential directors has the Flash had? Three writers so far. Yeah, and uh, Char maybe. And they, uh, after, since Affleck dropped out of directing Batman, they were talking to Matt Reeves, who directed one of the new Planet of the Apes movies, and uh, Cloverfield. I think he just dropped out. And he did. Talks just broke down there. Uh, you know, there, there's one, I, I have a potential future of the, of the DCEU that it could be, it's, since it seems like the Batman might not be the saving grace that they wanted to, I'm curious. The only DC movie that we know of that's in production that there hasn't been, like, constant rumors of strife behind the scenes is Aquaman. Aquaman has yeah. had James Wan signed on forever and I don't I'm not aware of any like dropout with writers. They've been slowly adding people to the cast. What if that's the one movie that comes together and that like is like a sleeper hit that like strikes a chord with the audience? That like wouldn't that be because <laughs> yeah. be then it would be like like with Marvel like when they did Iron Man and that was the one everybody loved Iron Man kind of became like the unofficial leader of the Avengers even though he wasn't really in the comics what if like people like all of a sudden love Aquaman and Aquaman like finally has his like t- time in the sun and the Aquaman becomes like the new he can, becomes like the de facto leader of the Justice League because he's the ones like audiences <laughs> that, 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 so that would just be that's I'm just curious I like I, I think it's kind of doubtful because at this point the entire DC universe is kind of in a it, it seems like it could go, could go belly up at any moment, but uh, aside from the movies that are already in production, like Wonder Woman and Justice League and all that, but uh, it just makes me wonder. Aquaman, haven't heard anything negative about it. Has Justice I mean, League had a lot of uh, reshoots done to it? Uh, I haven't read anything myself, but it doesn't miss um, Well, I don't think so. Not that I'm aware of. We haven't been hearing much about it. It's coming out this fall. We haven't really gotten an official trailer. We just got the one Comic-Con trailer. Um, there, I mean, that, that movie... Was in post production when they tra- when Jeff Johns became uh, uh, in charge of kind of the DC movies, so it wouldn't surprise me if Justice League had some weird weird kind of you know a, ton- a tonal shift uh, from reshoots the way that Suicide Squad did. Hopefully, it's less uh, kind of egregious than how Suicide Squad turned out with those. But uh, yeah, wh- where where would you guys like to see the Suicide or the uh, DC DC EU go from here? Do you want to see it continue? Do you want to see you know, it, it progress and to be something different, or do you just want to see it start over? What do you guys want out of this? I mean, I think what you mentioned about, you know, the potential of Aquaman saving the franchise. I mean, <laughs> you never know. If a movie is good, like a good movie, like uh-huh. with a good script and, a, you know, a solid cast, even if they're not necessarily... Like, I mean, The Avengers is, like, they're all Oscar-winning, you know, it's A-list actors. Mm-hmm. You don't necessarily need that. If the movie can hold its own and the script is good and you got a couple people in it that maybe people know mm-hmm. and just as long as the people can act and there's good communication, like mm-hmm. like you said, it could be a sleeper hit and maybe that would save yeah. it. But if it needs to do a complete full 180 and really bring itself out of the ground, it can't keep trailing on like this because people are going to get irritated. Yes. Like, they already are. Yeah. It, yeah. It, like it, even, it gets old. Even me, I'm, like, uh, you know, more optimistic than most when it comes to certain things. And I really like Batman v Superman. 
But even with, yeah, with me, with, like, uh, Suicide Squad was supposed to be that saving grace, and then, like, oh, uh, they, they can't drop her, director's dropping out every other week, and I'm just like, yeah, I'm, I'm getting kind of pessimistic about it, but what about you, Trevor, David, what would you guys want to see happen from here? Um, I have no idea. It's just, like, so confusing, and everybody, you know, either signing on to possibly direct, mm-hmm. um, or dropping out of directing, or... I don't know. It, as of right now, I mean, there's so many other movies that I'm interested in that I don't, like, focus on DC that much. Um, mm. Like, Thor Ragnarok is, like, one of the big movies that I am excited to oh, yeah, see. Yeah. Um, especially because uh, I haven't, like, read a lot of the comics, but from what I've heard, that's, like, a really awesome, like, um, like you know, Planet Hulk and all that kind of stuff is right, a, a yeah. huge um, storyline. too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So... I don't know, DC is just kind of... I was getting very excited, especially when they said that there was going to be a Justice League movie, mm-hmm. but now I'm just kind of, you know, trying to stay away from all that kind of news. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. What about you, David? Um, I almost kind of wish they'd start over at this point and, like, do it do it the um, Marvel way. Like, mm-hmm. slow and steady. Like, mm-hmm. I, f- I feel the worst part of what's making uh, DC movies so bad right now is, like... We're like five years late to the party. We gotta force everything mm. to happen now, and I think that unorganic way that they're doing it is ruining their films. Uh, like start over with a clean slate. Let, let Wonder Woman be your first movie. Yeah, yeah. because oh, it's, yeah. Set, it's set in World War One. I. I don't know if it's gonna have like you know present time scenes that tie to you know be a Batman or Superman, but. Uh, mm. Uh, Probably, you know, I imagine it's the last one before Justice League, so I'd imagine there'd be some kind of tie-in. But, yeah, but I mean, like, if they kept it in completely World War One, let that be its first standalone movie, then build the universe that way, like all on top of Wonder Woman. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's what I would do at this point. I yeah, mean, I'm sure they sunk so much too much money to. Yeah, that's the thing. At this point, they might have to do basically kind of like a soft reboot, where they it still is the same characters and it's in the same chronology, but they kind of like you know Superman's gonna come back to the from the dead for Justice League. And they can have that be an excuse to be like, this is like, you know, the tonal shift of Superman being uh, less serious and more, you know, m- more lighthearted and, and uh, hopeful and like Captain America-like. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and if Batman gets recasted, uh, then Dead. that could be, um, I mean, I like you said, I, I like that version of Batman, so I don't really want him, yeah. to, I want him to be brutal and sadistic. Uh, so... <laughs> Yes! <laughs> we'll see, but uh, our conversation will continue as the DCU continues to bob and weave through the through these uh, murky waters it's in at the moment. But uh, thank you for joining us, and thank you to all of you. Uh, where can we find each of you guys on Twitter? Uh, Trevor underscore white underscore. Okay. Make sure there's not another underscore in there. It's I'm going to try and add, like... After every letter and underscore. Okay. So then I just spell it out. Just to just, make it easier. It'll yeah, exactly. Maggie annoying. <laughs> <laughs> at Maggie Worth 11. No uh, underscores. All right. <laughs> and I'm at David underscore J underscore Duncan. Okay. <laughs> and I'm at underscore Cap underscore Amera underscore Can underscore Ski underscore. <laughs> at twitter underscore dot com <laughs> underscore thank you ladies and gentlemen stay tuned to the Geekiverse for all your DCEU coverage you don't want anyone to find you well <laughs> 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 hey! hey! oh, hi someone's getting fired <laughs> 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 Everybody, welcome to the Geekiverse show. We're talking a little bit about John Wick 2. Spoiler alert if you haven't seen the, the movie. We all have. Loved it. Uh, Trevor reviewed it for us. What did you give it, Trevor? Uh, I gave it an 8. 8. You sound eight. like you were going to go with... <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I gave I it an 8? It was an 8, yeah. <laughs> okay, so we gave it an 8. Got it. Uh, so joining me today, Trevor. <laughs> 8. Right. 8. <laughs> Chelsea, what did we decide your nickname was? <laughs> I don't know. Ching, 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 chingy, chingo, whatever. Chingo, 
All right, yeah, she had a nickname already. And then Jeff Pavlak. <laughs> just Jeff Pavlak. Just Jeff Pavlak. Always brilliant. So I'm just saying, so what did we like about this movie? I haven't seen the original. I know, I know. But uh, I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. Mm-hmm. Someone just go. Well, what was the holy body it's... count, Batman. Wow. Um, You're absolutely I, right I don't there. know what the you know official record is for one character killing people by hand, but this was even higher than the first movie, and that one was wild. Yeah. I, I had said after this movie, I want... Uh, Keanu to come back and play this role in like 20 years because he already kind of seemed like an old man with the limp it was almost a little bit funny to me oh and, yeah like, him playing an older grizzled version of that would be great mm-hmm. but um there's like a really dark humor to the movie where there really is I mean it's an extremely macabre like feel that there were I mean they're hit they're all hitmen and yet they're all super classy super professional there's like it's a, a game there's though. like a code of respect among them even though yeah I might kill you later on yeah that's, that's, the, that's the thing I love about the movie especially with like the first one is they like build this universe of like pretty much everybody that you can see is a hitman and like I absolutely love that um I love that with I don't know, like, like the Expendables is kind of like that. It's, like, cheesy. You know it's, like, a stupid action movie, like, run and gun. Um, Doesn't take itself too seriously. Yeah, exactly. And I I don't think John Wick really does that either because it's not, like, it's not, like, super serious about itself. Um, There's a couple of moments, I know, in the second one where they kind of make fun of um, themselves. But, yeah, it's it's awesome. Yeah, it was pretty pretty awesome overall. Chelsea, you're a big fan of it. You, I was I like, am. let's talk John Wick. You're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was glad the dog didn't die. <laughs> this time. I know, yeah. <laughs> I was like, Daisy is like my favorite flower. And then there was like a super cute beagle. And then it was like dead immediately in the first movie. And I was like. <laughs> it like ripped my heart out and then stomped on it. That's painful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, love, I love that dog. And he didn't name it. And then at the end, I kind of thought that's how it was going to end, was him going and picking the dog up. I, I yeah. thought that would have been funny. Mm-hmm. But that's not the only thing I liked, though. That's good. Like, All right. But there were there were a lot of brains. If anyone noticed, like God. brains everywhere. everywhere. And, and something you notice is like in the first movie and the second, he goes for headshots to make sure everybody's dead all the time, and it's crazy, but it's. Yeah. Awesome. It's like one of those arcade shooters where it's just like you're on rails and it's just enemy after enemy coming after you and you kill like a hundred people by the end of the level. That's basically what John Wick does in real when life. When I was there, yeah. well, I, comes the, around a quarter dead. Comes around a quarter dead. Yeah. <laughs> it felt almost like like that's what Nathan Drake does, right? Yeah, just kills everybody in the Uncharted series, and he's just living a normal life basically outside of that. And it, it was just funny to watch. I was like, oh my gosh, John Wick is, is Nathan Drake. Mm-hmm. Just kills everybody in sight. And that's rep- one of my favorite things about Keanu Reeves, too, is like in The Matrix, um, especially in John Wick, um, he like takes action roles so seriously. Like I love going on either his, like, his Instagram or like seeing a newsreel about him where he's actually going through like um, shooting courses. Just like watching him like move and like work around all this stuff, it's so awesome. Seems like authentic. training for them, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he makes it like super super authentic. When yeah. he reloads a gun with his thigh, <laughs> that was so cool. So insane. <laughs> or he checks the ammo with one hand. I uh, I can't I couldn't get enough of that movie. I think it clocked in a little over two hours, and that felt just about right. Yeah. Oh that yeah. Absolutely. Moved along pretty nicely. Obviously, uh, they've left it open for another sequel here, uh, which I think. Uh, yeah, the ending kind of bummed me out. Like I feel bad for him. Yeah, like, like he, he can't how, get out. Yeah, I, you know he's going to, but how is he going? Like, yeah, I don't want to see the dog die either. I don't. That's the other thing. <laughs> I don't want to see. I the was dog fine die. with seeing probably two hundred humans die. I know. Now. Yeah, but, there's something uh, wrong with dog. this picture. It's true. <laughs> but I swear, if we touch that dog, <laughs> that dog didn't do anything bad. I will no. get up and leave. In the in the car too. I was like that with the car. I absolutely oh, love the Mustang. Um, <laughs> I it, I almost started crying. Uh, I know. <laughs> Like, right away, too. The best part yeah. of that scene, though, was when it would cut to the boss just kind of standing there listening to everybody getting killed. He's just like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That just, was a great role. You just yeah. hear, ah, ah, and he's just standing there listening to it in horror. John Wick. That guy is in those <laughs> PlayStation commercials where he is, like, an assassin or something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. I love those commercials. That guy is such a good actor. He's got good timing. Yeah, good he really does. I like it. So overall, we, we loved it. Uh, you can go to thegeekiverse.com for Trevor's review for it. Uh, obviously, we can find everyone on Twitter. Trevor D underscore white underscore? Uh, Trevor underscore white underscore. No D? No, no, th- no okay. D. 
Well, I screwed that one up. <laughs> you have the best Twitter name. Um, at Chelly Chingston. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so great. Chelly, that's what we're going to call you. All right. Cool. Jeffrey. Mine is nowhere near as awesome as that. It's no. just at Jeffrey Pobbs. No underscores for you and no I. No underscores. Just our names. We suck. Yeah. <laughs> at Josiah DeLeroy. Thank you very much. I'm Jeff Pavlock. Welcome to the Geekiverse. I got Seth with me hey. and a new member to the Geekiverse <laughs> contributing today, Mike. What's going on, Mike? How are you doing? Not too bad, dude. Uh, I mean, hey, if Seth's in with me, then we got to be talking some giant monsters, right? Yeah, of course. Well, what giant monster <laughs> are we talking about today? We're talking about King Ghidorah. Wait. No. Oh, no. was it? He's hairier. Oh. And a little taller. Pete. Pete, yeah. Taller yeah, yeah, yeah. Pete. <laughs> King Kong. That's right. That King must be it. Couple weeks only, guys. Kong Skull and finally yes. comes out the next movie in the MonsterVerse as Legendary That's right. described it. That's right, the growing MonsterVerse. Very excited for this one. Bringing Godzilla and King Kong together. Yep. One oh. more time. Oh my gosh, finally. And yep. uh, after how many years has it been since the original King Kong vs. Godzilla? Uh, well, it was in 1962, so let me do some math real quick. Uh, 55. 55 years. That's, so that's it's a, a long, few years. It's yeah. a couple years. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, so, all right. We want to we want we want to talk about. We're gonna talk. We're gonna talk. We're gonna talk. But I'll let you guys the discussion. Uh, <laughs> you know, we're finally getting ahead of myself. Yeah, we're getting finally getting some trailers dropped for this. Obviously, there was the Comic Con reveal last year, but it didn't show too too much. It was almost like like they kind of obscured Kong a lot, very subtle yes. hints of him. But now like, we're seeing him all his glory. I mean, CGI looks great. He's smashing monsters with trees and rocks and all this. Yes. So I'm really getting the sense that Skull Island isn't going to be like 2014 Godzilla, where the monsters were kind of hidden for mm. much of the movie. You know, mm. that movie kind of focused on more of like their effect on humanity, whereas this is just going to be... Which I liked. Yeah, of but... course. No, I love that technique, absolutely. Mm. Uh, I don't know what you thought about well, that, I mean, For the longest time, a lot of movies have been doing that, you know, trying to spook you by not showing you the monster right away. So it's... I'm, I'm on board with... Give, give it to me right from the get-go. Let's go off. We'll go for the ride. You want to see him right in front of the camera, oh, yeah. just smashing buildings you, and everything. You want to yeah. see some buildings smashed? You want to see Sam Jackson with catchphrases, guns, and yeah, yeah I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> He's already got a couple so far. Yeah, um, Jack Goodman is in this. Uh, Brie Larson, Tom Hiddleston. It's a great cast. That is a fantastic I really, cast. Yeah, I love yeah. the people that they. J.K. In, Simmons but... was going to be in it. That's Unfortunately, right. he had it. That would have been even better. That. But still, that's a fantastic cast. Yeah. Yeah. That uh, that Comic Con trailer. Um, there was so much happening last Comic Con with. Uh, Marvel stuff and Doctor Strange, Justice League, Suicide Squad, and everything. And I was really surprised that Kong Skull Island was maybe the coolest trailer of all those that I had seen. It was just so compelling. It was just so, and it, there's just so much I love about how they're doing it. I love the design for King Kong. Um, you know, it, it's it's cool that we're going back to the the basic concept of King Kong, but it's really it's not a retelling of the original thirty three movie. It's it's really kind of a different a different story really um so that's kind of the first time it's been done because even the 76 movie which was kind of different it was still the base same basic outline this is going to be the first kong movie in the longest time where kong's not going to die at the end he ain't going to be falling off the top of the empire state building or the world trade center regardless Mm -hmm. of you know which remake it is i'm excited for a fresh start for it because i mean the one with jack black and those guys you're thinking they're the peter jackson movie you're thinking this could be cool had the potential, and I mean, somewhere deep in there, there's a good movie, mm-hmm. but they just went a little too bonkers with filming extra stuff that really didn't add anything. Three and a half hours of story. yeah, it was yeah. maybe a Not bit too. There was a good two-hour film in that three and a half <laughs> I hours. Bet there's, but the trick is finding it. I bet a fan edit exists or could exist of that. That is, you know, th- that that trims out the fat and is really kind of maybe what that movie should have been. But I still really like that. Oh, of course, five movie though. But, but it's just amazing to think that then the original 1933 is only about a half. Uh, sorry, hour and a half long. Yeah. So you, li- I mean, literally doubled the length of it to get that in. You know, yeah. Mixed results. I don't know. I mean, I love the two, the Peter Jackson remake. Yeah. But I know where you're coming from on that. Maybe they threw too much in. Yeah, it was, it was a yeah. little bloated, and I think it was trying to do an update of that exact same film. Mm-hmm. And I think they, they sort of lost their way, so I'm right. looking forward to a good shoot 'em up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, everything they're showing in these trailers right now, some of the shots are incredible. Like, especially those fire shots. I don't know if they're, like, setting, like, a lake or something on fire. Yeah. But uh, I'm assuming that's one of the, you know, the big, maybe, like, the grand finale or whatever this movie's going to be. Um, I'm loving those shots. Um, the spider 
walking above them. It's yes. so creepy. Yeah, there's, um, I really like, since this is a period piece, it takes place in the 70s? Yeah, I believe um, they're like, Vietnam like era. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, they really seem to be taking a lot from the aesthetic of certain thing uh, movies that are about that time or t- took place during that time. Um, the IMAX poster is the Apocalypse Now poster, yeah. straight up, just with King Kong on it. That was really cool. And uh, that just kind of like you know that orangish haze of just like the you know the 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 heat and the war of like uh, of the of the Vietnam conflict is is just kind of being used aesthetically for this and uh, I really love that that's a great approach one thing that's going to be really interesting about this is that we're going to see more of Monarch the organization Mm -hmm. that featured prominently in 2014's Godzilla which studied these giant monsters and other giant creatures across the world that's right Um, John Goodman's character is assumedly one of their researchers I believe so and a recent clip makes a mention where he's talking about the 1954 atomic bomb test Mm. which he specifically says they weren't tests they were trying to kill something. Mm-hmm, That's mm-hmm. obviously in reference to Godzilla. Yeah. Um, I'm interested to learn a little bit uh, more about Monarch, maybe how they got started. Like, was mm-hmm. this, like, is this their first real big study? Like, is this kind of how they got rolling? Or were they already, like, you know, maybe, was Kong the first monster that they found? Oh, That's like, true. You know what I mean? That's, That's a good, good fun point. part. We're going into an entirely different universe. Right. Yeah. And I think after everybody's so tired of hearing origin stories being told over and over again, that you're starting to compare them, mm-hmm. to go off on a whole new tangent, this is kind of exciting. It is very much, yeah. Because, yeah, like, like I said, I, I mentioned earlier that, you know, each King Kong movie has been an, an iterative attempt to retell that same original story. And I don't know that it really, I don't think it has been done better than the 1933 version, yeah. uh, even though the other versions, I, I like uh, them in one way or another. So, yeah, th- just do something completely fresh and new with it. And, um, and actually build, and now building it towards a universe, you know, and having King Kong be, instead of being 50 feet tall, having him be 100 yeah, they said he's 100 feet tall, feet tall in this one. Still, sh- still a good bit shorter than the legendary picture is Godzilla, who's almost 400 feet tall, but he can hit, hold his own against him. He's got some growing to do, I think. Um, yeah, do you I'm think he's going to grow? How did he not. grow in the original Toho movie? Was it through berries or something? No. <laughs> I don't know if they actually like <laughs> mentioned how that happened. I almost got the vibe that he was already that big, but they, like he liked the berries so much that they like, I don't know. Oh, the berries? He just ate the berries oh, just because yeah. he liked them? So, you know, <laughs> fruit is 19- good food, you know. Okay. 1960s Toho was weird stuff, man. <laughs> Let's be serious. All those giant monster and sci-fi movies of the 60s and 70s, that was, that was some weird yeah. stuff. Yeah, and Toho did King Kong Escapes, That's I believe. That's right, yeah. With Mecha Kong. Mecha Kong. Maybe we'll see Mecha Kong at and some a, point. Uh, T-Rex that did kangaroo jumps and kick Kong. <laughs> All right. Yeah. And you can tell so, America needs their own version of that. You, you can tell yes. they had they, were, they had costumes and weren't quite sure what to do with them. Yeah. Yeah, Guys in the rubber suits. Yes. No more of that though nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and supposedly there's an after credit scene. That's what we're here. Right. There is. I'm really. Curious I don't know what's in it. Is. I'm sure it hints towards hints towards Godzilla though. It has that's to be my it. that's my thinking. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe Monarch captures Kong and brings him over to civilization. Maybe. maybe. As uh, far as we know, this is supposed to be pretty much on the island, as opposed to capturing and bringing him to New York City, like yeah. what always happens. But well, if they're gonna steal the Marvel Easter egg, you can give us a little something at the end. I hope it sets the table for something yeah. cool. Like well, that. Sam Jackson could again show up in this. <laughs> we're putting together a special. Group of monsters. They're called the monster. The monster Avengers. Grab <laughs> Mothra and Rodan in there. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Are there any other monsters that you feel like could be remade and put into this monsterverse besides just King Kong? Godzilla? I mean, we're obviously going to have King Kong, uh, or uh, excuse me, Godzilla villains mm-hmm. uh, like uh, Rodan and King Ghidorah and and Mothra in the next one. Uh, but are there any other monsters you feel like? Well, you, you would love I would to love see to see Gamera, but uh, <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> everybody chuckle it up, chuckle it up. Go ahead. I mean, that's owned by a different studio other than Toho, though, so you'd have to get the, you'd have to get the rights from Daiei. Strike a deal. Never know. It, yeah. it could happen. It, it could happen. happen. <laughs> We're seeing Godzilla and King Kong again, so I mean, that that's got to count for something. The Mysterians. The Mysterians. <laughs> oh man, Planet X for you know what? Yeah. Yeah. Planet, the Astro Monsters. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So it could it could get there someday. I mean, we're all excited for this movie. Yeah, um, very much. You'll be do- re- doing the review for us when it yes, comes out? Yes, I was. I mean, you were all set to do it. Yeah. You had to go get your spine broken by Bane or whatever it was you just did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Minor Is surgery it? that week, so I'm going to be off my feet for a few days. So I thought I'm that passing this on to my picture I had in my head of what happened. Yes, thank you very much. I'm very excited to do this. I was the playing Kong off Skyline some ninjas review. and these bad guys, and yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, it wasn't that awesome. You broke you. You should have been born in... You should have been... 
not just merely molded by the night before in it like he was. That was your advantage. Yeah. Live, you live, you learn. Something anyway. to aspire to. <laughs> Seth, where, where are we going to find you on Twitter when that review comes out then? At Cap Americanski on Twitter. So look for that. It'll be posted from the official Geekiverse account as well, the underscore Geekiverse. So Can't wait to read it. Look for that. Yeah. I'm looking forward very much to seeing it. It's one of the big ones of the year for me, actually. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm pumped for that, too. Mm-hmm. And Mike, where can we find you on Twitter? MS Powers. Okay. Where you I can am check me down. At, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. <laughs> You I'm got at it. Jeffrey Bobs. You can find <laughs> us on Twitter for the entire Geekiverse at the underscore Geekiverse. Check out Seth's review when it comes out. We all can't wait for this movie. I think it's going to be one of the best of the year, and hopefully it builds up to something great then in 2019 when Godzilla, King of the Monsters, comes out. Thanks a lot, everybody. Hopefully it comes out. Oh, it's coming out. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. It's out. It. We are talking about Lego Batman, the movie. The Lego Batman movie, more appropriately. Uh, I'm Josiah with me. Jimbo. Hello. Seth. What's up? And David. Hey, David. Hello. How are you? Good to be here. I don't care about you guys, so, yeah. <laughs> I care about all of you. I'm the tall okay. one, so it's just... It's just easier. Anyway, uh, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen the movie, uh, we're going to talk about some spoilers here. What did you guys think overall? Loved it. It was wonderful. It was awesome. Uh, um, I thought it was... Uh, uh, a great uh, spoof of Batman, a tribute to Batman, and actually brought in some real like themes and like psychological elements to what makes Batman Batman, but in a really like accessible um, and easy to digest form. Like his weird relationship with the Joker, how the Joker kind of like it's like this weird like you're obsessed with me. Yeah. Yes, you are. And like <laughs> about how you know the with the Bat family and about how he like whether or not he needs people and it's like it was like spoofing the fact that he's always like oh I'm on my own but then he need, you know it's like it's a, like a real struggle of Batman's but they you know he totally doesn't have to be yeah yeah <laughs> so I reviewed it uh, for thegeekiverse.com I gave it a 7.75 out of 10 I thought it was good movie overall certain things visually I didn't care for um, really busy it was overly that's busy that's the best sometimes. way to put it just, just a little messy at times because there's too much going on I thought um, I did not care for Michael Sarah's Robin. Oh, I love Michael Sarah's Robin. I'm a, I'm a, I love <laughs> Michael Sarah. I like Michael Sarah though. Is the thing. Oh, really? And I just thought I was like, I don't care about this character at all. Oh, really? I oh, I thought he was great. Goofy. I thought I was... loved it when he just like his pants don't fit right. <laughs> <laughs> was, I, I really awesome. liked him. Yeah, that's. Um, yeah. As, as far as the movie goes, I was just kind of like, yeah. I mean, I didn't like it as much as the first Lego movie. Like, no, I think not, that movie set such a high bar. Yeah. Like this one. I didn't expect didn't... this to be better either. I think. I was hoping for it to be you know at least as good. Okay, that's fair. I didn't I didn't think it was quite as good, obviously. Oh no. Also I missing didn't. that catchy single, you know? <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, yeah. No, everything they tried is awesome. to that Batman song at the beginning, I'm like, I could I, I like that, and then they never brought it back up again. Yeah. Like whereas everything is awesome, they threw it in every ten minutes. <laughs> yeah. 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 And I didn't mind listening to it over and over. Um, Will Arnett. Funny. Great funny. as always. Very funny. Yeah. Perfect for this role. Him and Michael Sarah, both Arrested Development alums. So yeah, that's, that's cool right. to have them in Good on call. this together. Yeah. Uh, and uh, wh- one of my, th- the very small thing, but I loved uh, Billy D. Williams' Harvey Dent back. You know, the, the guy who played Harvey Dent in Batman and Batman Returns, the Tim Burton movies. He never got to be Two-Face. So in, in some way, his Two-Face lives on in this movie. <laughs> so that was really cool. There, there was a... Big cast list for this that yeah. you wouldn't know necessarily unless you watch the credits roll. You're like, oh, that's the, oh my gosh, all these people. Mm-hmm. But Zach Galifianakis as Joker, I, I thought was fairly obvious. I believe um, Rafe Vines was uh, uh, was Alfred, who, who yes, and he played Voldemort. And I'm guessing, oh wow, that's maybe awesome. he voiced Voldemort in this because Voldemort makes an appearance as well as many other villains. Yeah. I like how they included all those. I have Sauron. Yeah, yeah I have Sauron. It's like a Jamaican. literal eye. <laughs> and uh, there were some weird ones, too. I think the Kraken from Clash of the Titans was in there. That was like the sea monster. Yeah. So that was that really killed, cool. That the killed Harry, I have Sauron. The Harry Harryhausen one. Yeah, the, uh, the one that accidentally killed yeah. I have Sauron. Like, uh-oh. Oh. <laughs> and he, like, tiptoes away. Yeah. Oh, it's so funny. Yeah. It was, it was a good movie overall. Um, I was going to say, Will Arnett, I just thought, uh, like, as soon as he, he made his appearance in the Lego movie, you're like, okay, you know, we yeah. need more of this, we need um, more of this. Mm-hmm. I 
I lost it when he was having the temper tantrum in the beginning of the movie. When oh, he's like, no, 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 yes, no. yes, yes. That is maybe, that was mine and my wife's maybe our favorite part of the whole movie. Was that like flopping away? Yes, <laughs> yes. Was, it was so stupid, but yeah. it was so funny. And that then he was breaks into funny. a. It was funny. <laughs> How many times is he going to That was fantastic. Yeah. It, it was. It was at least two. <laughs> Maybe three. <laughs> I love how it played tri- tribute to every single version of Batman that's ever been on screen. Oh my gosh! And yeah. in a way, it was self-aware and kind of made fun of it. It was like, yeah. this happened to you in this year, and this year, yeah. and this year. And, it, and then it they showed, showed that clip from Batman '66 when uh, the Bat King Tut. Yeah. yeah. Oh and yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was like, dancing or something. Oh yeah, that happened. So awkward. So dance, yeah. awkward. Yeah. Great. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, and there were a lot of, like, uh, little reference. I really appreciated um, the when Batman activated the Let's Get Nuts mode, which was the from the Michael Keaton Batman, which is a <laughs> really, really weird moment from that movie I always loved when he just flips out like that. So it was a fantastic tribute in that way, yeah. And they used, like, all of the villains from everything ever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a lot in there that you'll look Egghead, at and be like, what? Multiple, like, egghead assaults in this, which is, like, <laughs> Vincent Price's character from the old series. So, yeah, bring it on. <laughs> bring it all in. I thought they did that in a nice way, too. It almost made fun of it. Like, he yeah. ca- captures everybody and throws them into Arkham Asylum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was good. Uh, mm-hmm. Probably wrapping up here. Mm-hmm. Did you guys like a smaller role, but Zach as the Joker? I thought it was, it was nothing special, but it, it was what it should have been. Yeah. I wouldn't have minded if he was, like, a little, like more manic or like sinister sounding he sounded kind of like uh, I didn't recognize it at Zach, Zach Galifianakis at oh, first it sounded I didn't, I didn't either I, I totally I, I, I was just like I sounded kind of like, just like a, he said kind of sounded just like a guy and I was like I, I'm surprised he didn't sound more uh, creepy in, or unique <laughs> or in some way I'm sad they didn't get Mark Hamill to do it oh, oh, amazing oh. see uh, the, the Buffalo News ranked the I think I don't know if it was every Batman but they gave 10 Batman personas whether mm. it was Mark Hamill Conroy, or um, not Mark Hamill, Conroy, yeah. uh, Christian Michael Bale, any, anyone, and they Dark ranked Kilmer. Will Arnett, um, I want to say third? Really? Wow. Oh, Have wow. you guys seen the article? Wow. Over, okay. wow. Uh, who were the top few? It was him over Conroy, which was interesting to he me. He was over Conroy? That, ah, that's what I was getting at with wow. this. And I'm like, it's Come a on. totally different Batman, so I'm not sure it was fair to kind of it was funny, but it wasn't like a, a regular serious Batman. I no. mean, they, they both work perfectly in the context, but uh, of what they're going for. But um, yeah, I, I think Conroy is kind of like a definitive Batman across multiple me- across cartoons and video games. And uh, yeah, I don't think you could put Will Arnett over. I think they had Keaton first and Bale second, uh, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. But uh, let us know your thoughts of the movie. How you know what did you like? What didn't you like? Leave those comments below. Of course, hit like and subscribe. Uh, really quickly, where can we find everyone on Twitter? Speedrun style. David <laughs> underscore J underscore Duncan. <laughs> Cap Americanski. Cap Americanski. Oh, That's wow. it. No underscores. At Jamie Lynn Leroy. I'm at Josiah D. Leroy. Thank you very much for watching. We have Jamie and Newbie! Maggie, what's Yay. up, Meg? Not much. <laughs> I'm so excited that Maggie's here. So, we're talking a little bit about Gotham. So, spoilers. So, everyone in the room, if you're planning to watch Gotham, sorry. Just but, leave. Uh, <laughs> you at home, uh, turn it off if you haven't seen it. So, we just had the midway point of season three. Uh, some things to talk about there. I know, Maggie, you wanted to jump into a little bit with Oswald. Uh, yes. He, he's not dead. No. Like, not, <laughs> not a chance. Dead is a relative term on Gotham. <laughs> yeah, like, no. so many people have been dead. Everybody's Lazarus. Like, Can I just it, point it doesn't out, matter. In season one, I think it was, when they tried to kill Penguin, they didn't actually try, but when Jim pushed him in the river, that's like the same thing that just happened to him, but with a gun. Right. <laughs> a flesh, like an open wound. But yes, but <laughs> again, similar. Yeah. People don't die. There was probably a reason for that that was like deeper. That oh, thing that I can find. That <laughs> does piss me off about Gotham a little bit. I will say that no one that dies is like actually gone. Yeah, like fish. Right. She oh. was like super dead. She's the What's worst. The 
<laughs> there is yeah, no point. Just don't kill if him If you off. can bring him back, then yeah. why bother killing them? Well, yeah. that's why, isn't that why they have Arkham Asylum, basically? Right. So, okay, we're going to put their bodies, we're going to put them there, because nothing bad could possibly go wrong right. if we have them <laughs> in Arkham Asylum. No, you know, never. no one ever breaks out, ever. <laughs> right. never Did once happened. Ever. <laughs> ever. <laughs> so, I didn't care so much for the Penguin Riddler storyline either, because it just felt forced. And it, it was, I don't know. It seemed like it was happening just for, like, the sake of it. Yeah. I, it, it did, I didn't it, believe it. No. I guess. And then. If someone was just, like, just decided, like, oh, let's do this, and no one said no. Yeah. So then all of a sudden they were, like, half a season into it. Like, one like, of the ah. writers was off sick that day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the person that had the final direction. Like, yeah. you know what we could do? Yeah. Or. Since yeah. Bob's not here, why don't we have some fun? <laughs> right Bob, Bob came back and was like, I left for a day. <laughs> and, <laughs> Now Penguin's in love with Riddler. Yeah. What's happening? It was almost like they, like they they half did it though. Like if you're gonna do right. that, commit to it, make me believe it. And right. it's kind of they just kept being like reminding you, like oh by the way, he's in love with him. He's just got like, this crush kind of. <laughs> he's not sure. Yeah, it's it just was it was weird and Does kind he really of unnecessary. Care about him? Can't really tell. Yeah, or yeah, or that he was because he's not used to caring about another person. He just assumed that's what those feelings right. meant. Maybe mm-hmm. he just confused it for like lust. I yeah, no, because he's never felt a connection with somebody other than his mother. Yeah, so that could have been it too. I guess. Like uh, you know, it's a little bizarre, but that's the show, right? It's right. it's not focused. <laughs> it's it's all it's over a li- the place. Yeah, and we still love it. Right. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, Every week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he's not dead, right? We all agree no, on that. No, he'll no. be he'll be back shortly. Um, how did you guys like Jerome here? His little three episode arc. He's such a good Joker. Yeah. He needs Gosh. to have his own half season. Focus. I don't. Yeah, I don't like that they keep being like, "Here he is." Just kidding. Like, I want him there. <laughs> Be there for the whole season, like give him a whole season arc of this is the villain. Yeah. You know they. But that's kind of how Batman is all the time. All true. They're Batman. all this show. Seven hundred and six villains, and yeah. here's Batman. Yeah, it Jerome is the most exciting. Right. Villain yeah. Oh, he's Everyone else one. is boring. Yeah. There's... He's another person that died but didn't. Exactly. Right. <laughs> you can resurrect anybody. Yes. <laughs> he's not dead, right? They just caught him. Yeah. Right. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't matter. Either. They're not even trying this time. No. <laughs> Like, uh, we're not even going to skip the first part. <laughs> we're not even going to kill him. We're just going to uh, leave him. He'll come back, whatever. Yeah. He is up there with me with, like, the all-time greats. I think his performance is just ridiculously good. And he's 23 years old. Yeah. yeah. Wow. It's I did like, not know on that. On another level. <laughs> he said the he drew most on inspiration from Mark Hamill's version of it, which is interesting to me. Mm-hmm. I like Because uh, a lot of people, he sounds like, and really has the mannerisms of Heath Ledger, I think. Yeah. In, in some ways. But it's also kind of more... I mean, he's obviously a younger version, so the youthfulness is kind of inherent in that. But I don't know. Like, I feel like I never saw Heath Ledger's Joker jumping up on couches and kind of dancing around. It was he was a lot of, you know, the hand motions and getting in like way too close to you he and was the like creepy eye contact. Joker. Yeah, it was <laughs> yeah. almost like, but he wasn't an elderly man, so right, it was no. different. He was but tired I think Joker. because they both have that like manic, crazy. You know, we're gonna. I'm over here, and now I'm over here. Thing they compare them, but I still think at the same time there's something. He's found something different, and he's kind of making it his own. Because you can never be Heath Ledger's Joker. No. Just like you can't be anybody else's. You have to make it your own. Otherwise, people are just gonna say that you're just copying. Of course, it's impossible. Mm-hmm. To I do really that. like that he's brought all these influences into because uh, I think I talked about it with the Synthaholics guys that. Like, everyone just has to blow the Joker out of the water. Like, you can't just have a, a non-incredible performance, right. which, you know, unless you're Jared Leto, which was terrible. But other than that, uh, <laughs> it's just, it's interesting to watch how it plays out with Jerome, and I wish that he were a full-time cast member. Yeah. yeah. And I'm hoping that maybe someday we'll see. Someday. Maybe season four, if they get yeah. there. Which is not confirmed yet, by the way. So the show comes back April 24th. Bizarre break. That's it was weird. First week of December, then we got nothing until mid-January, then we got three episodes, and now it's off again until Usually their, their midwinter break is, like, the holidays, and then they come back at the end of January, and then they keep going until the end. This, yeah. was, this was weird. You know what? Bob got sick. <laughs> Bob. Bob is a Show's douche. going off the rails without Bob. <laughs> it sounds like, I'm wondering if that has to do with some other show getting in the way of it, and they mm-hmm. wanted that time slot, or if mm-hmm. Fox just decided... Let's push it back 
and see if maybe it'll do better in the spring getting into maybe. summer because it doesn't do very well yeah. compared to Supergirl, Flash, all the other superhero shows. Which is weird. Well, I mean, it's Batman. You would think it's the highest yeah. selling. And it's, it's the biggest, uh, most recognizable name. Is right, where I'm going and with the that. action, and it's yeah. incredibly violent, which usually <laughs> actually increases violent for, you know, right. network. I so, agree. I, I agree. Oh, yeah. That I sometimes mean, I'm a little surprised. I'm like, this is like Fox. Yeah. I think AMC. It's as, <laughs> What's happening? It's as violent as it gets for something that isn't on a channel like that, I think. Right, yeah. Which I don't need half the time, but right. uh, I don't know. They like that shock factor for sure. And they're yeah. not shocking us when everybody keeps coming back, so they're right. going to do it somehow. Yeah, I, I did not feel any emotion when Penguin fell into the river with the guy. I was just like, all right, well, that's a shame. It's going to hurt, but you'll be fine. Like, <laughs> I, I felt nothing. It's going to hurt, but, you'll, <laughs> yeah, be but fine. you'll be fine. Like, I felt more when, I don't know, when, I don't even know <laughs> insert, what I was going to say. Insert villain here. Yeah, right? like, like I, I just, I felt, I felt nothing. I felt more like when Jim went to Blackgate. I was more upset yeah, about that yeah. than mm. even though he wasn't dead and right. like obviously he's going to get out. Like or, this show's not going to just right. end now. <laughs> I, I felt more emotion to that than Penguin dying. Dying for now. <laughs> Taking a nap. Yeah, really. that's really what it is. Taking a break. I think the show doesn't go on in any capacity without Jim Gordon or, or Penguin. Penguin right. kind of seems to be the central yeah. villain in they, my opinion. They need each other. They do. In a weird way. They, <laughs> they Well, it's almost like the, now it's like the, now that Falcone is retired, it's Penguin in his mania is almost kind of keeping the undercurrent of the city flowing, and without that, then Gotham PD has nothing to do. Yeah. They don't have a job. <laughs> There's, they're never out there giving speeding tickets or, like, <laughs> prosecuting people for breaking into a house. They never do anything like that. <laughs> Why would you ever be a cop in Gotham? I don't know. Like, like, why would you sh- like sign up, go through the academy, and be like, you "That's where I want to go." go crazy. Yeah. yeah, one of the two. Or they think they're going to die and come back. That's possibly. Yeah. That's, that's true. No, the cops never come back. <laughs> we don't know only, that. only the villain. We don't know that. That's true. Yeah. No major cops have died. Yeah. Well, they haven't made a show of it, but they could have just come back. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> that would be a funny, actually, documentary if if they did an office style thing. <laughs> the Gotham <With> PD. <laughs> That'd be funny. Yeah, uh, well, one week he was here, and then I guess he died. But I saw him yesterday. He seems fine. <laughs> oh, or like the people from Arkham, like, well, he said he was going to come back. I let him out for a half hour, and he just walked yeah. out the front door. Like, what happens there? I don't know. I don't know. We but should make that. <laughs> we should make that. Well, we're excited to see what happens when Gotham returns in April. Uh, we'll have all our links all over here for uh, our social media for... I can't say social media properly. Social media. All right, got it that time, guys. There you go. Nailed it. Uh, Maggie, where can we find you on Twitter? At Maggie Ann, without an E, 11. Boom. (laughs) It sounds confusing, (laughs) but most Anns have an E, so it's just Maggie A-N-N, 11. We'll put a fancy little nameplate on screen for you. Jimbo. (laughs) I am at Jamie Lynn Leroy. Not at Jim Leroy? That's weird. No. Hmm. That's not... Whatever. No. I'm Andrew Zayde Leroy. Thank you very much for watching. We'll see you soon. <laughs> and we're out. Press the damn button, Trevor. Press the damn button, Trevor. <laughs> <laughs>